Some of the most humbling moments of my time in service came from watching our men and women in the sky doing what they do so well. Now, this one evening on our deployment 2004-2005 timeframe, I was tasked with setting up a hide on a small roof, one story high. It was nothing major. You know, we were the eyes on the side of this, this huge firefight that had broken out, this big battle. And off in the distance with the naked eye, you could see it all unfold right before your eyes. There were explosions, tracers flying back and forth. It was a pretty incredible sight. And then I pulled my NVGs down and the battlefield lit up. I could see so much more of what was happening. It was absolutely incredible. Now up in the sky though, that's where the magic was happening. Up above us, we actually had a Spectre gunship circling overhead, which for anybody that doesn't know, it's essentially a flying tank, but with much more firepower. It's, it is a mind-blowing piece of machinery. And it would, I mean, it would send chills down your body uh, to even be around this thing. It would let off this, this ear-gnawing sound that I'll never, ever forget what it sounded like to be on the ground and hear this thing. It was a, like a... And then a few seconds later you could hear off in the distance these explosions of boom, 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 and silence. And it was just over and over, these two sounds. It was really unbelievable. And to know this thing was up in the sky, on your side, was an amazing feeling. I mean, it really brought uh, a lot of peace of mind to know that that thing was up there watching over us. And to imagine, I mean, really to think about fighting against this thing would be just unfathomable. But that's a that's a whole different conversation. Now, this machine itself is pretty pretty self sufficient as it relates to the battlefield. You know, you could call them in uh, to protect you, similar to air support. And in air support, you know, you can call in a fighter jet. If troops get are about to get overrun, or troops on the ground they see something off in the distance. You know, they can call in air support. And you know, one of my, my buddies, he's actually a, a fighter pilot in the Air Force. And he had this amazing story, se- several amazing stories. Uh, one of them in particular, he was in Afghanistan and some troops were getting overrun. And they had sent him the coordinates where they were and the coordinates of where they wanted him to drop bombs. And it, it gave him a moment of pause because of how close these things were. I mean, it truly was the definition of danger close. And he ended up dropping the bombs. He ended up saving the day. He even called in. He went to check in on him, got the radio to open up, and he could hear him cheering. Everybody was super happy. And, and that's the power of having air superiority. You know, when troops are on the ground about to get overrun, they can call in air support, and air support will save the day. And to think about going into a battle without air support, I mean, to me, it's, it's absolutely terrifying. It's something I don't, I don't think I would ever consider doing that. Now, your body has a chemical inside of it that operates in a very similar fashion to being able to call in air support. When your body needs support, it calls this in, and it's serotonin. Serotonin is a chemical that carries messages between nerve cells in your brain and throughout your body. Uh, it's a really critical, it's a very, very critical 
chemical. It, it regulates things like mood, sleep, digestion, you know, several other things. It's been coined one of your body's natural feel-good chemicals. And you know, when it's at normal levels, you'll feel more focused, emotionally stable. Uh, overall, just overall, you'll feel happier, calmer. And you know, actually, one of the on the flip side of that, you know, one of the big items of things associated with people that have low levels of serotonin is actually depression and anxiety. And for me, once I read that, once I saw depression, I was like, this is something I've got to dive into. I've really got to see and learn a little bit more about this chemical. Because if it if not having it's going to cause depression and anxiety, that's a huge thing. And in fact, you know, many medications that, that people get prescribed for depression and anxiety often target ways to increase the level of serotonin in your body. And that's that's big in my book. And I mean, on top of the depression and anxiety, I dug deeper into this, you know, and if that wasn't enough, uh, low levels of serotonin have also been found to have, have caused suicidal behavior, PTSD, and they've been associated with a whole slew of other items that really do not feel relevant next to uh, saying that they're associated with suicidal behavior and PTSD. I mean, that, the the point is, when this thing is off, we're off. When, when this chemical is not right in our body, we're not going to be right. And we got to right that ship. We got to step ahead. And, and look, obviously, I am not a doctor. And when it's needed, I love my doctor. You know, I, I go to the doctor when needed. If you're going to the doctor, please go to the doctor. I'm not going to tell you whether you should be taking meds or not taking meds. What I can tell you though, is that there are ways to naturally without meds, increase your own body's serotonin levels. And that's what I want to add to your arsenal today is just the awareness, the awareness so that you can know the things that you can do or not do that boost this chemical naturally and hopefully we can set a plan and action to start to knock this out because, I mean, this is this is huge. It's way too big to go unchecked. And so I started researching it. I started looking into serotonin, uh, what it is, how it operates. And it's a really squirrely chemical. It's a really interesting, uh, really interesting thing for how it works. If you want to science out and geek out and I encourage you to dive into it, uh, but essentially you know, we can't just shoot it up. It doesn't just, you can't just go take some, shoot it up and, and you're good. Your body actually makes it. And it's it's a chain reaction that takes place in your body in order for it to make serotonin. And if you consider for a moment, um, we'll use the analogy of, if you consider a firing pin, and when that gets released, it hits a primer, which then ignites powder, and then the reaction of a, a rifle and a bullet go off. And we're just going to keep this really, really basic. Firing pin hits the primer, which ignites a small bang, which then hits the powder and ignites that big bang. Now we're going to pretend that that serotonin is that big bang. That's the big bang. That's what we're going to want at the end of this, this chain reaction. In order for this thing to start off, though, we got to start with the firing pin. Now your, your body, the firing pin that it uses is, is actually called tryptophan. Uh, it's an amino acid, and which you know, actually it's, it's serotonin is made from it, and it's inside of your body. Um, you can digest it in foods like salmon, eggs, uh, there's the cheese, turkey. I think tofu is another one that that really blew my mind. I've never really had a lot of tofu, but it definitely piqued my interest. 
uh, nuts, oats, all those different types of foods, they contain tryptophan. And you can eat them right now. Uh, I would Google it, see where those foods are, but know that just eating tryptophan foods will not boost your serotonin. Uh, remember, the firing pin with no primer is pretty useless. So we need that primer as well, which in this case, uh, the, the primer that we're going to talk about is a certain set of carbs uh, that actually release more insulin, which absorb amino acids, and it allows this whole process to take place. In the, this case, uh, we're going to talk about is low glycemic carbs. Uh, these are things like pasta, grainy breads. These are going to be the primer. Oats, all those things, these are the primer that we need. And it's funny, I think about my buddy. He actually calls these um, hippie foods, in which, you know, surprise, surprise, hippies are actually pretty happy. And, you know, as I was thinking about that, I can like hear the joke that you're telling yourself about pot right now and why hippies are happy. And so that probably helps too. But just think hippie carbs. And you'll be good. Granola, grains, pasta, that sort of thing. And these carbs do an absolutely amazing job. There is a wide range of different carbs um, from simple, complex, all different things. Know that these, these hippie carbs, these are the ones that you want. They do a much better job. And so if you increase the tryptophan, then you increase those low glycemic carbs, your body can now naturally produce more serotonin which is one of the major chemicals that's going to boost happiness as a whole for you. Now, look, I realize this is not a solve-all solution. This is not going to solve the, the, every problem that we have. It is, however, a suggestion of a place to start, to consider, to explore. You know, remember moving the mountain? It starts one stone at a time, and this is one stone. That's all this is, is one stone. We're going to move this one stone. And I would take a moment, I would argue pretty heavily that this is a big stone. I mean, serotonin impacts every aspect of your body. And if it's out of balance, it's going to affect your, your mental state, your physical state, your emotional well-being. And it's just, it's, it's too big to go overlooked. So we got to step in. We need to take a look at this. We need to take it more serious. And so if the thought of eating, I listed off some of the foods earlier, those, those tryptophan foods, salmon, eggs, and like when I say eggs, fast food does not count. I'm talking about you're cracking an egg at house and then you're, you're actually having an egg. Those tofu, uh, the nuts, oats, seeds, if all of that sounds foreign to you, as well as those quote unquote, those hippie foods that I described, there's a really good chance that you're holding out on giving your body the things that it needs. Like it literally needs these things to be able to regulate itself naturally. And then, you know, on top of all of that, I just, I want to point out just a kind of a side note, you know, if you took on um, last week's challenge, where we talked about increasing your exercise, turning pro again, then you'll be happy to also know that increasing exercise also naturally helps boost your body's ability to create serotonin. It actually enhances it. It actually makes it a quicker process and you're one step ahead of the game. So if you started doing it, keep doing that. And today's challenge is going to be to start to monitor your intake, start to monitor what foods that we talked about earlier. Are you actually intaking? And you know, we're just going to keep this 
simple. We're not going to dive too heavily into it. I would encourage you to uh, start to consider, start to make a list of the foods you're eating, make a list of the foods that you're not eating. And, and if it's if it wasn't on this list, then we should start to shift it up a little bit. Um, for a dollar fifty, for a dollar fifty, I'd bet you could have a slice of whole grain bread, throw some cheese on it, uh, put a fresh egg on top of it, and that's an amazing way to start your day for breakfast. All you're out is a buck fifty, and possibly five minutes that it would take to make that. That's a huge difference in your day, and a huge difference long term in the health and well being of your body, and. That's what I'm going to ask of you. Make the commitment to get right with these foods. You know, you don't have to change everything and you don't have to give up on a cheeseburger. I, look, I promise you, I am definitely not giving up on cheeseburgers. I am very much still in the pursuit of the greatest cheeseburger ever. In fact, if you have any recommendations, please send them my way. What I will do though, what I am going to do on top of the cheeseburgers is monitor and make sure that I'm also uh, in the meals that I'm not having cheeseburgers or any other foods like that, to make sure that I'm I'm eating these these foods that are going to help my body boost these feel good chemicals, those tryptophans and those glycemic carbs, the low glycemic carbs. Make sure we're getting those in. And so, in closing, as one offer up, please give your body a fighting chance. Give it the foods that it needs to protect you and to keep you safe. This chemical is your air support. This chemical that gets created, it's your air support. It is the Spectre gunship that your body needs to keep you safe, to help you thrive mentally and physically. Make sure you're doing what you can to keep it going. Go out there and conquer today. One million veterans. Empowering one million veterans is my mission. My name is Thad David, and if you like this mission or this podcast, there's a few things you could do to help me out. And number one is just leave a five-star review and let the world know that you enjoyed this show. Number two, follow or subscribe the show wherever you're watching. And number three, share it with as many people as you think would find value in it. Now, if you have direct feedback for me, or if there's anything that I can do to personally help you out, please reach out to me directly at victoriousveteranproject at gmail.com. I truly look forward to hearing from you conquer today.